I'm Brother Ray with Divine Jams Gospel Network, your Christian music marketing promoter. On this debut podcast interview, I'll speak with rapper and producer Deshaun White, who once toured with Birdman, Lil Wayne with Cash Money Records. But after encountering what he called a God moment, he discovered he had to make a change. Let's get to it right after this. You're now tuned in to Divine Jams Podcast, bringing you inspiration and talented artists and the story behind the music. Jams Gospel Network and your host, Brother Ray. Deshaun White by far is one of Divine Jams' top performing recording artists we've worked with. I've had the pleasure to work with this young brother back in 2019 with his hit single Power Tripping on the EP Power Trip, which charted multiple weeks. This brother performed live at Creation Festival and was lined up with major artists to include Elevation, Carrie Job, 10th Avenue North, Andy Minio, Skillet, Crowder, Hillsong. I mean, many more iconic artists. It was the first time ever they filmed a, a full-length hip-hop music video at the festival with Deshaun White as the backdrop for the live music video filming. This chemistry was such an amazing experience between Deshaun and Divine Jams. This brother trusted us to promote his EP, The Trailer, based on a true story. Now, this is not your typical project, fam. This is a chronicle of Deshaun's life story. And on it, the song Burn elevated to number one on BDS Christian Hip Hop chart. And just like DJ Khaled, he came back with another one. The continuation <laughs> of the EP, a full album titled Deshaun White based on a true story. I just want you to hear it for yourself right before we talk to my brother Deshaun. Check it out. Sitting in the tree, plucking flowers, watching petals drop. Who am I kidding? I know we gon' stick together, boo. This love sticking like wigs, meeting gorilla glue. I know your body's holy, I made it for me alone. The only finger I'm ever putting the ring up on. Beautiful with no filter, don't put no makeup on. You make a man wanna sing a song. You make me go down, down, down to the river to break. Yeah, and when I wanna go, 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 you tell me to stay. If your love was like a river, would you let me immerse? Why? 
Cause wherever you are, that's where I be We gon' stick together, do whatever like we sign me You my medicine, I'm the vein, you the IV I was blind without you, now I see Deep crying out the deep That's why I'm hearing every single word you ever speak If you ever need a hand, you don't even have to reach Never saved by the bell, rest in peace, screech I give you my heart and it's no regretting We, we done seen a whole lot, but we ain't seen the best things Put you in the white dress, yeah, we had the wedding Had a couple birds, we were getting busy nesting Just that type of love like Kurt Russell and Goldie Used to play the field, now I block them like a goalie Still get giddy when you calling me You a legend like John, so I'ma give you all of me You make me go down, down, down to the river to break, yeah And when I wanna go, 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 you tell me to stay Your love is holy, intimate, you know me You make me go down, down, down to the river to break Johnson City, Tennessee. This brother needs no introduction at Divine Jams. If you're watching on video right now, allow me to introduce to your visual eyes and your listening ears, ladies and gentlemen, my brother, my young brother, Deshaun White. Welcome, my brother. Welcome, welcome, What's welcome. What's up? Man, man. Man, it's a pleasure, man, and uh, I really appreciate you joining us, man. It's been a long time coming, right? Yes, sir. And I, uh, I really want to, you know, right off the top, man, commend you for the hard efforts that you put into every every project that I've heard. Um, it, it just doesn't come, you know, lukewarm with you, my man. You you really put in the work. If it's not jamming, if it's not popping, if it's not hot, you're not releasing it. So um, big ups to you for your professionalism, um, for being patient and knowing when to release your music. But check this out. Before we even talk about Baptize Me, um, I kind of mentioned it in the intro. I, I want you to share with the listening audience uh, you know, those who probably haven't been rocking with you because they don't know you yet, but share with the audience the story behind Cash Money Records, man. And what was the deal on that? How'd you meet the bird, man? <laughs> man, it was a it was a crazy experience. I always have to um preface the story with telling people that they didn't pick us up uh because they heard our talent. Uh it was a crazy event that happened in my hometown. Uh, so their tour bus was coming through and um, their tour bus got pulled over and they had drugs on the tour bus. So um, we used to be local drug dealers. 
And we showed up at the jail because we had a homeboy who was locked up uh, waiting to be transported to prison on kingpin charges. Somehow him and Brian Birdman got to chopping it up. And uh, Birdman had to bail himself out some way. But in Tennessee, when you go to jail on drug charges, you can't bind yourself out. Uh, so he needed somebody to represent him until his lawyers and stuff could get there. So we showed up to the jail, uh, some young, hungry, uh, drug-dealing hip-hop <laughs> artists, and we were like, yo, this is our moment. This is our You're moment. Right, right. And so we, uh, we ended up putting the money for him to get out, and that enabled him to bail the rest of his crew out. And they had to wait for like a week and a half in our hometown uh, until their court date because they uh, kind of expedited it so they could get back on the road. And during that week, who better than us to take care of? I know that's so right. So we was there uh, kind of making sure they was good. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, he got back on the road. And uh, I remember him looking at my cousin Marcus and was like, y'all family now. Anything y'all need, we got y'all. And uh, so that kind of started our relationship. I uh, went from there to the 2008 All-Star Game in New Orleans. They invited us there. Uh, Little Wayne hit the Carter Three Tour shortly after that. We got invited to any show we wanted to come through on there. Uh, so that's how our relationship built. So we were never really signed to them like that. Uh, but they assigned us to a guy named Greg Green, who was like a manager and an artist developer. Uh, and he kind of developed us under the oversight of Cash Money. And we got to follow them and tour with them around the world. So that's wow. pretty dope. Wow, man. I mean, that's that's deep, man. It's like, wow, at the right place at the right time. Um, yes, sir. But with that, you know, I, I, I can probably name, you know, umpteen artists. Um, probably because of that, we'll still be trying to follow in that path and that direction of music. Um, what was it that eventually said, you know, in your mind, man, I don't know about this secular music, man. I, I, I got to, uh, I got to make a transformation into inspirational music. What, what was it about that? Man, it was multiple levels. So first off, I'm from a little town. I mean, and we thought we were crazy, <laughs> but when you when you meet people from Houston, you meet people from New Orleans, and you you start to see, okay, my little town ain't popping like I thought it was. Uh, so first of all, it's a culture shock. Yeah. I'm experiencing all kinds of things, dark, demonic stuff. Oh man, it was crazy. So that was already uncomfortable for me. Um, but then it was just this pursuit of Christ uh, after me, you know, I wasn't even looking to be saved. Um, I wasn't claiming to be a Christian or any of that. And I remember being at some amphitheater in North Carolina, I believe. And I had VIP passes in my hand and I was looking for women. If I'm being honest, you know, I was up to no good. Right. right. Keep it and, real. Um, Keep it real. So I'm out there and um, I have an open vision. I'm going to just, Keep it real. I had an open vision, like some Paul on the road to Damascus kind of stuff. So I'm standing wow. there and it's like, I'm not sure if I'm dead or alive. All I know is I'm like holding these passes and I'm frozen in place and I'm watching what was like a film of my life. And I kept thinking, like, I remember people telling me when you die, you see your life flash before you because God had taken me back to my childhood. And I saw myself in vacation Bible school and I'm singing like I'm in the Lord's army and stuff, you know, kind of worshiping. Wow. Uh, and then 
I transported to like a time in my life when I was 21 years old. And I remember being in my studio, like the bedroom that was connected to my studio back mm -hmm. then. And I was high off dope. And I looked at the Bible and I went to pick it up. And it looked like the words on the page was breathing in the Bible. Whoa. It was, I didn't even know that like the Bible was, wasn't just words on a page. It was breath on a page. There it was you go. life. Like it was, it was God. So like, I was like, Oh, I got to close that. I threw the Bible. I was like, I'm too high for all this. I, I know that's right. I ain't messing with that. So then God brought me to the moment I was standing in and I could feel the weight of my sin on my shoulders, bro. It felt like a grown man was just standing on me, on my wow. shoulders. And like every noise I heard, every sound, it, it freaked me out. I was like, I got to get out of this moment. And I knew in that instant that God was like, you either going to choose me because I've pursued you and I'm calling you out. I'm giving you the way out or you're going to get lost. And this is where you're going to die. And I truly believe that if I didn't make that decision to leave that. and go on the pursuit to follow Christ, um, that I would probably be dead, drug overdose, all kinds of stuff. You just never know where my life could have went. Man, that's an amazing testimony, my brother, um, and very deep. It's, it's amazing how God give us that opportunity, man. And as as the word will say, you know, um, he came to us. Right. Um, and oftentimes um, when I do speak with, you know, artists um, for various reasons, consulting and promotions and whatnot, um, I I, um, I kind of explain in, in a in a way that yeah you know with inspirational artists we have this um, capability of ministering playing music recording music producing music for those um, within our congregation or those within the four walls but how can you possibly reach those artists who has not had that encounter with God yet and have not been introduced. That means we got to somehow go outside the four walls. And if you're in music, um, you, you can't expect for someone to go to a, let's just say, Christian hip hop station to just for, for whatever reason, and just want to go start listening to it when they jam it off secular music. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have to be able to step outside the four walls and feel comfortable that that yes, we still, um, you know, have our belief and faith, but we got to reach those brothers. And, and the way God, you know, went to you where you were, I, I kind of like when artists and, and you do this, you make that kind of music where that you can meet people where they are, but yet at the same time, not compromise the word of God and still uh, minister with without having to use, you know, specific words, you know, such as God, Jesus, where that, you know, certain radio stations, <laughs> they're not going to allow you to play on that format once you start doing that. Right. So with baptize me, what I what I really adored is that. It, it went just like that both ways you can hear how you are talking to god and you could be talking to your wife at the same time and so i appreciated that song because you were able to um step out of the four walls with that song in my opinion it can be played on different formats um, when did you first realize you had the gift to even start rapping and producing music in the beginning? At a very young age, actually, I think I was about 12 years old. 
And I remember uh, growing up in a neighborhood. I was I grew up in the projects, and uh, New York, a bunch of New York gang members had came came to my town and they took over. And uh, a lot of people were getting killed. They started claiming turf. A lot of drug wars going on with the locals and and people from New York. And then North Carolina came in. It was just an all out war. And uh, I remember sitting in my window just watching people get shot, um, people dying, family members getting gunned down. And I just started writing lyrics like poems, if you will, just kind of talking about the pain and the experience and the desire to be out uh, of that neighborhood and the, and the environment that I was in. And I remember getting a karaoke machine. This is back when we had tapes. I put the tape in there and um, a cousin of mine made beats. He gave me a beat on a tape and my first time ever writing lyrics to a beat, I jumped on a, kar- a karaoke machine and I rapped the lyrics on beat, on time, aggressively, and it just felt good. And I remember like people hearing it, not believing that that was the first time I had ever rapped. Um, and it was in that moment that I kind of started thinking, you know what, I, I love how this feels, um, not just for the recognition, because that wasn't even that. It was more of the freedom and it became therapy to me. Uh, so at a at a young age, probably 12 years old on a karaoke machine, I learned I might be able to do this. You know? Wow. Wow. And and baptize me. How did that come into play with your uh, thought process, with your experience? What what were you going through to um, think about or create or uh, produce this uh, particular track? So funny thing, baptize me wasn't originally for Deshaun White based on the true story. I wrote an EP called Good Thing. It came out in 2020, March the 6th, I believe, and it charted at number eight on iTunes. Um, But it was originally for that project, and that project is based on off of Proverbs 18.22, I believe. Uh, He who finds a wife finds a good thing. I could be quoting that wrong, but I think it's 18.22. Um, And uh, I made that project for my wife, and that song was a picture of me loving my wife the way Christ loved the church and also exactly what you said just in that Christ is loving me back through that so it's full circle so I'm honoring her by honoring him and it's just a circle of love flowing it's just a beautiful thing and a beautiful picture of what marriage is to God um so that's what that whole song was about so it was me like getting with my wife because I always want to honor her right Amen. I want to say, hey, can I do a project called Good Thing that's going to sound kind of Song of Solomon-ish. It's going to be sexual. It's going to be intimate, but it's going Amen. to be in a holy context, not nothing nasty and just right. raunchy and disrespectful to you. I need your approval on this. And that turned out to be um, one of the songs I wrote for her on wow. that project. I'm sure yeah. she really enjoyed that Um I mean, she did. She still does. Amen. Amen. Do she know it's still uh, on the radio? I told her (laughs) when you told me that you were going to, you know, try to work that record and she got excited. So we still haven't really heard it on the radio yet. Right. Right. uh, It would be fun to hear it on there. All right. We did hear burn on the radio, though. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. Y'all killed it with the burn promotion. Like, kudos, thank y'all. Y'all have always been rocking with me, and uh, y'all got my full support. Amen, amen. Yeah, burn is still, um, you know, trending on radio on certain stations. And, yeah, I was uh, gonna say it's. I'm still getting reports mm-hmm. uh, on my BDS spread and even XM Radio. I'm still yep getting numbers back from burn. So. So as a believer of Most High, apparently you you're okay with creating, you know, clean, positive music uh, that does not necessarily use the word Jesus, God, Holy Spirit or any, you know, biblical words. Um, You don't think that it's going to compromise your faith or the word of God. Correct. No, because because God's not really. I won't say he's not, but he's not just listening to what we say. We know that he's looking at our heart and that's what matters to him. He's he's after a, a man after his very own heart. So at the core, I can face judgment. I can face whatever I've already faced from different people saying what they want to say. But I know what I'm doing is pleasing to God because he sent me on the mission. I didn't even want to be doing this mm-hmm. type of music again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to come back to the music industry. I wanted to do praise and worship straight Christian. But he said, hey, like, you're like my Paul. I've called you out of this so that you can go back into this and you can be a light. And he's teaching me how to become all things to all men. Paul said, when I was around the Gentiles, I acted as a Gentile. When I was around the Jews, I acted as a Jew. Amen. He didn't say I compromised to act like a Gentile or I compromised to act like a Jew. He said, no, God gave me wisdom to walk in these circles and be effective for the gospel. So that's exactly what my mindset is and what I'm believing God to use me for, to be as wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. So even if you might not see what I'm doing in the open, you don't see the back room. You don't see me in Warner Records hugging the A&R, the senior A&R or the vice president telling them that God loves them, sharing my testimony. Uh, you don't see none of this, it, it, but it don't matter because mm-hmm. God sees. I'm, I'm, I'm more uh, concerned with what I'm doing in secret than what I'm doing before the world's eyes. Amen. Amen. And let those with ears hear that. <laughs> you feel me? So your ministry obviously is not for everybody. It's for those with ears uh, to hear. And I just uh, thank God that I'm one of those ears uh, who have been following and really supporting and appreciating because I certainly can see um, the inspiration and the godly um, spiritual side of it and no doubt, man, it's it's a testimony, and it's certainly um, a song that can allow people to um, feel a little bit more at ease of introducing themselves to the Word of God. So, yeah, you definitely keep up that good thing. Now, um, a lot of people don't know, man, that you know you once had a a, a major, um, I guess, was it a songwriting deal um, offered to you from, I guess, a major label? Um, talk to me about that man and you denied it you decided to not take it man it wasn't um more so a deal than it was an opportunity to be a part of something that could have advanced my career um so i had started off writing with this major label 
and um, everything was going good. I was writing for some of the artists, um, but I think the problem was the Christ in me because I wasn't willing to write some things and about um, some of the topics uh, that they wanted to hit on. And honestly, what ended up happening with that situation is we were sitting in the office and the question came up what my passion is. And um, my passion is my wife, my kids. Um, I love seeing people set free from addiction. Um, my ministry is recovery from opioid and drug addiction. That's another aspect of what I do. And I'm sitting there sharing my heart. Uh, with some of the high ups and the higher ups in this label. And um, they're acting all interested and stuff. Um, but the the main A&R was really touched by what I was saying. And um, I remember we got up and he came over and looked at me. This guy didn't know me. He had never met me. He looked me in my eyes and was like my brother. And he gave me a hug. And just looked at me again and said, my brother, I can hmm. tell like the passion and the my love for Christ was penetrating. Mm -hmm. But shortly after that, you know how the enemy comes and he steals the seeds that are planted <laughs> right, if they're right. not planted on, on good soil. Right. So like after that, I think he was so challenged that he just couldn't wrap his mind around me being in a studio, being able to work with people doing cocaine, um, shooting up popping pills. Um, he, I think he thought I was going to be like this overzealous dude who was going to preach to people, be, pre be preaching to people in the studio when that was never going to be my intentions. Okay. I was looking for open doors. So mm. whenever an opportunity came, whenever they brought God up, whenever they mentioned something, it would give me the opportunity to jump in. So um, uh, shortly after that meeting, he told my manager that uh, he thought it was kind of weird uh, that I was talking about my wife in the meeting and um, that I was talking about recovery and drug addiction, wow. trying to be in this industry. Wow. And um, from there, our relationship kind of tapered. Yeah. They stopped hitting me up to write stuff and kind of ghosting me. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. still ignore me. Uh, but that's cool, though. That's, that's whatever. Yeah. So that definitely was a test of faith. And you obviously passed that one. And again, you know, like I said before, man, you got a lot of these uh, eager individuals, not everyone. And I'm not generalizing or stereotyping, but, you know, hey, uh, you know, you're young and if a young artist, you know, who you know, only wanted to perform and um, be in front of the limelight, which is a, a trap in itself, because if you're not focused on your ministry of serving God before anything, um, you can find yourself going into a spiral. But you were able to um, not fall into a trap of being conformed to the world and kept it real with yourself and with God. And, you know, that's an amazing thing. It, it, it was probably a difficult thing to do, but you did it. And again, I have to appreciate, you know, you for that. So, uh, you know, God will, you know, close one door sometimes um, intentionally and yeah. open another. So uh, yeah. continue doing your thing with that. Now, with that, speaking of these um, uh, major labels, you had an opportunity and you have um, 
done your thing in front of thousands. Um, you've performed at um, a major venue where um, you were among many artists on the major label side, as I introduce uh, the audience uh, to talk to us about where you performed and the the venue and how uh, you got involved in that. Creation Festival. Shout out to Creation Festival. I love Creation. Um, I was actually there this year as well. So I did Creation 2022. Uh, but the first time was in, was it 19? Yeah, creation 2019. Yeah. yeah, man, it was, it was a crazy experience, honestly. Um, I had rocked major stages before. Um, I did probably 10, 15, 20,000 with 3-6 Mafia back before I was saved. But like to be in an atmosphere of people who are hungry for God yeah, and they're just excited about Christ, it's a whole new different experience. And the crazy thing is nobody had really heard that song. And there's videos out there that, that you can see. And I step on stage and I just kind of give people just a little bit of coaching of how the chorus goes, just real simple. And bro, when I went into the course, all those people just worshiping God, singing God, and knowing the boss, and yeah. it was it was different. It man, was different. when I first heard "I Know the Boss," man, I said to myself, "This brother <laughs> tripped out with this one." Yeah, I said, "Check different. it out." Oh man, that was on point, bro. I said, "Wow, yeah. he know how to tap in, man." You you hit it with that one, man. And that was, uh, it was special, man. It was a special moment. Uh, they were recording it all because we were shooting a music video. So I get the I got the document all that, which was awesome. Um, the I know the boss music video is still on uh, YouTube. Okay, uh, okay. So you could kind of get on there, and that footage you see of those people that's yeah. real time. So yeah, that ain't just acting. So. Yeah, All right. Check it out. No doubt. You you people hear that. Um, make sure you go. We're going to talk about how to, how to get to his music, his social media links and all this. But, yeah, no doubt. Um, YouTube. Make sure you check out Deshaun um, on YouTube and check out. I know the boss, man, where he's performing live at Creation Festival. You guys going to love it. Seriously. Uh, and he's right. You can see, you know, the many, many fans out there. And again, um, it was fire, bro. It was fire. I was so proud of you, man. And uh, I was happy to work with you during that time man and promote that and uh get the press release out there and allow individuals to um, be able to see that video too who didn't know it, it was going down so uh good for you my brother and while we at it why don't you go ahead and share with um those who um again have not heard of deshaun white how they can um find you online in your music and on social media well uh, i got a website i am deshaun white.com that's i a m d e s h a w n w h i t e dot com um and that's really my tag for everything facebook I am Deshaun White. Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube is backslash Deshaun White, I think. Uh, but if you just type my name in, I'll come up on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, I hope y'all like it. I hope y'all enjoy it. 
I hope y'all blow Mr. Ray's phone up. Don't blow my phone up. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. It's already being blown up. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciate the, you know, the plug and everything. And, uh, I definitely, you know, I definitely want to invite you back, man, because like I said, man, you know, this this project is straight up fire, guys. And um, it's so many hits on this on this project. Um, Deshaun White, um, you know, based on a true story. And again, it's the Chronicles. The brother go into some very deep things that um, you definitely want to hear. And um, we definitely going to talk to him more because I got a song on there that. I like um, that um, he originally probably wasn't too fond of until other people had to tell him it was popping. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm, okay. I'm fond of it. I'm not sure I'm fond of it. It's all right. It, it's, it's not that fun to perform, but I don't know. Well, I'm going. I'm going to uh, leave it at that on your side. But to the listening audience out there, uh, before you go, be sure to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel and our uh, podcast channels, and make sure you leave a comment for my brother Deshaun White. All right, because the man really is putting in work, and uh, do some engagement for this brother, and let him know that you appreciate what he's doing for. Uh, the kingdom and uh, you know keep them inspired but with that saints um, I want to go out with a favorite on the album of mine called super duper and Deshaun we definitely gonna meet up again my brother we gonna talk and chop it up we gonna go a little bit deeper into super duper and um, a couple of more tracks on the project so that um, individuals out there can really get the 411 from you personally sounds good yes sir all right, fam. We're going to close it out. Now, don't go nowhere, Deshaun. Stay right there, all right? I, I want you to listen to your own track, too. <laughs> For real, I want you to listen to your own track, too. All right, fam. Check it out. Super duper. It's flight time. G4. What you doing today? I might catch a flight and blow some money in the USK. I'm super califragilistic, expialidocious. I'm living my life, they just going through the motions. Grand Granny told me I should keep my enemies the closest. And when it's time, park the waters on them like I'm Moses. I'm out here chasing my dreams. Lo loving God, living good, I'm sending light beams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Windows down, rolling through the bay. Radio on full blast, bumping, rapping, forte. Stopping Dallas, go to Houston, where they always keep it screwed. What a burger, Coca Cola, I'm just cooling with the crew. Who that, who that? I'm in New Orleans, I might just spend the day. Then it's up to East Atlanta, wine balling like the brave. Gotta hit my homie Jay, tell him we gon' make a play. I thank God when I was shackled, he showed up and made a way. I'm gonna stars, I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone. Take a 
flight right up to Philly. Had to stop in Harrisburg, cause all my family, they miss me. Then it's up the NYC, man, the city never sleeps. I hit Brooklyn, I hit Central Park, and stayed up for a week. Got an invite to Chicago, so I knew I had a roll. Had a layover in Michigan, Detroit, here we go. From the shot of Minnesota, then it's down to SDL. Kansas City, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and then the that's Nashville and Tennessee I'm representing my home state From the M-Town to Knoxville Johnson City where I stay Oh, maybe I'm just dreaming now Close my eyes and then I float into the clouds I'm reaching for the stars I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone.